forever. Dog. You shouldn't have dropped out of college. I'm in shock right now. Mac. I don't even know what to say to you. I don't know what to say to you right Our now. Our son needs to learn about follow through. Our Listener, son I'm to- so sorry. We don't need apologies. We need discipline and we need deadlines. Action. We need we to need see. Action. We need to see the change. You've apologized on every episode for the past six months. And we're back, and it's so weird. Elena has never once worn her hair up ever, and suddenly she's doing it two weeks in a row. I like your little tendrils. And Mac has never had carrot juice before, but... Oh! Seemingly... Another week, another juice. <laughs> another week, another juice. And Ashley has been sitting just, I've been in a meditative state just sitting in this chair in these clothes for a week. Now I smell really bad. You could change your hat. You put the no, other hat No, I love when no, you wear that No, the other hat is so cute. No, oh, yeah, I like the other hat. Really I like the color. We're pl- Why are we playing dress up with Ashley right now? <laughs> yeah, change your hat. No, put on the <laughs> yeah, other that hat. One. That, yeah, change that one, it, that change, one, it. That one. change it, change it. Put on. Yes. Yes, change it. Yes, yes, yes. Yay. Yay. Okay, put the other hat on. Yay. (laughs) Wait, that was actually really nice. Can you guys, I would like for someone to be in my apartment (laughs) doing that every time I put on clothes. I I seriously don't think anyone would have body dysmorphia if there was someone (laughs) going, yay. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that shirt. Like children. That's uh, unconditional love and like a celebration of the things that they do. We should, we all need more of that. We should put out a track on the Patreon that's just us cheering you on while you get <laughs> yes. 45 minutes. Yeah, change. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Don't worry that you're yeah, late. Yeah, you look so good. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say, Ashley? Have you guys been watching Down for Love? Oh my God. No. What is that? It's same as um, Love on the Spectrum, but this time oh. with um, people with Down syndrome. Mm hmm. It close to my heart. I oh my god, I love it. Oh, is it on Netflix? I love it. Or? Yeah, it's so good. Oh, no, I haven't even. It's so oh, good. I haven't seen it. There's like a lot of disguise. I don't know about this specific season, but I know people were like, "Oh, love on the spectrum." Yeah, you know, like infantilizing. I- is down for love an appropriate title? that's a little when you said down for love i was like it can't be what i think it is i actually was thinking that but then as it goes through there are a couple actors who have down syndrome who who have down syndrome who are in it who are Mm -hmm. also in productions that have puns with the word down Mm -hmm. and so and they seemed like very like they and the way they spoke to each other and used the the word i was like oh this is like from this is actually i think from within the community and yeah yeah well see and that's where the love on the spectrum when I watched the show, I loved the sh- like. I was like, "This is the this is beautiful. I, yeah, I, I love it. it so much. I'm so I'm so invested in this. I want more. This is my favorite show of all time." But then the discussion that I see around the show is from people who are in the autism community, people who have autism, who are on the spectrum, and are saying, "This is infantilizing. This isn't helpful." And so there, I have to be like, "Okay." This is people within the community saying mm-hmm. we don't like this. I've seen this- I've seen both though. And I think I think what's interesting about it is that the show shows people on different places of the spectrum. Totally. Yeah. And I I I you know, obviously I'm not on the spectrum. I mm-hmm. don't know. I'm not in the community. But I think they I think the treatment of the relationships is 
actually quite well done in that the relationships spoke for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know that having your heart touched and reacting, being like, oh my God, like that touches my heart is necessarily the same thing thing is infantilization yeah the issue i think that the issue that i've seen people having is not the way that the relationships are portrayed because i would agree with you i think it does a really i mean again none of us are on the spectrum take this all with a grain of salt i would agree with you that it to me as an outsider looking in it feels like it it did the positives that it did for the community was raising awareness showing the different people on different places in the spectrum showing that having autism doesn't mean that you live any lesser of a life or you can't thrive or feel joy or be in love. Or have relationship problems. Exactly. That we all have. Yes. The, The issue that I've seen mostly is with the, like, the transition scenes between meeting somebody where they do that, like, this is Bill. Bill likes cars. Interesting. Bill doesn't like loud noises. That's the part that, that people are that I see people discussing the most and being like in any other romance show, do you have someone saying like, that's fair. I think that's fair. Jessica, Jessica likes curling her hair. She's afraid of trains. That makes sense. That is, does feel. Yeah. (laughs) I actually do wish that someone would do this for me. (laughs) What would yours be? I I genuinely (laughs) wish that someone would actually do this for other, for other romance. Uh, That is 100%. Correct. I yeah. will say they ripped that from Amelie. Oh, yeah. oh, whoa, yeah. Which I is not about autism. Well, actually, now that, that I'm thinking about it, Perhaps. Amelie might have autism. Perhaps. But it's not <laughs> stated. But they do it about every character who yeah, right. doesn't necessarily oh. have autism. They ripped Ooh. it from Amelie, which is not interesting. about. And maybe Amelie ripped it. It might be just a technique that, but huh. yes, I agree. In the context of the show, that's, I think they're correct. Yeah. And then but, I think there was something else about- But I don't think about- that should take away from the whole show because I do think it, it's, it is so beautiful. It is beautiful. To watch well, people okay. fall let's, in love at all. Yes. And then to do it for a community where romance, because people yeah. desexualize people with disabilities, yeah. I think it's so important that we get to watch them be full romantic sexual people. Yes. So let's, I, I want to throw it to the audience. Listener, write in. Um, if you're on the spectrum or if if um, it's a community that's close to your heart, what do you think? Genuinely, I would love to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, where I, people it, are at with that. And also, could it be the reception? Could the, the, the art itself kind of be unbiased, but the way people react to mm. it and the discourse that forms around it, the viewership is doing the infantilization, does that reframe it for you? Maybe the other piece I was gonna say, and I don't I don't have I don't know the specifics of it off the top of my head, so I don't know that I can speak to it super well. But I remember there also being discussion around the music choices and something about how the certain scenes of the yeah. relationships and the scenes of them meeting, the music that was chosen is very kind of like again kind of makes it childish it it Mm -hmm. it is telling the audience how to respond in a way that you wouldn't see on other dating shows Mm. those are the the things that i've seen around yeah yeah very interested listener yeah that's interesting because on the one hand yeah i understand that on the other hand like 
Great British Bake Off, which is not a, you know, it's not a romance show, right. so it's not the same, but it has a similar kind of feel-good vibe. Lightness. Feel- a yeah, lightness. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, are they just trying to bring a lightness to True. a topic that, like, you know, they, I don't, I don't, I think making it too serious could potentially, you know, take viewers away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going for a certain tone. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, But anyway... I um, here are my di- likes and dislikes. Yeah, tell us what yours are. Ashley likes calling pieces people pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. Ashley doesn't like the beep boops. Ashley doesn't <laughs> like beep boop. <laughs> Ashley likes hats. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley doesn't like trying on new pants. <laughs> <laughs> This is hilarious. Mac likes carrot juice. Carrot juice. Yes. Mac doesn't like people who drink milk with dinner. (laughs) Elena, you are nailing the voice. I'm nailing the voice. Elena Elena likes bouldering. (laughs) Elena doesn't like checking her phone in the morning. Okay, okay. Speak hi, everybody. I'm Elena. I'm your mom. This is I, the Chosen Family Podcast. I'm Ashley Gavin, and I am your father. <laughs> I'm Mac Injimi, and I'm your hot teenage brother. Baby. Baby. Mac, we can infantilize. She Mac, we can totally infantilize. She, she consents to it. Infantilization right? is hard. I, I, I get have... to decide that because you're an infant, so I consent <laughs> for you. <laughs> I have That's a clip where I talk to two autistic people in the clip and people um, kind of uh, accuse me of infantilization because one of the people in the clip was this sweet, sweet 18-year-old in the audience who was clearly the youngest person in the audience and very mm-hmm. shy but wanted to talk to me. And a lot of people... Uh, there was a lot of good and bad comments on this, and that's part of why I posted it. I knew that people right. would actually comment more on it, and he is, here's the secret. Sometimes we know what we're doing with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this person had a really positive experience and wrote in the comments, oh, my God, I love this. Just so everyone knows, like, oh, I love oh. this interaction so much. Like, thank you. I was so glad to be a part of the show. Like, just it's in there. Um, but people accused me of infantilization when I was just really reacting to their spirit. Mm. Um, and then there was another autistic person in the audience who I treated totally differently because I was reacting to their spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes that's that's what makes art so hard, right? Is that we sometimes put our own lens onto these things and mm-hmm. we we see it true to our experience and and yada yada yada. But I yeah, I don't know. I I would love to be. Uh, I gotta say, infantilize me. <laughs> I want to see some comments infantilizing me. Yeah, I feel like Ashley wants to be baby. You. No, exactly. What is Ashley like? That's what being it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley likes Sometimes being people want to be baby and you can read that on them and let me yeah. be baby. Let everyone be baby for once. Let them be baby if they want to be baby. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all and they don't consider each person's individual needs. But Noom understands that not everyone is starting from the same place. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. What I absolutely love about Noom is that it uses psychology and mindfulness to sort of help with my habits that maybe I'm not really thinking about all the time. And that makes it less about like weight or body image and more just about feeling healthier and making good choices. Noom's flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything at all. 
Have cravings? Food FOMO? Noom can help you lose weight while still enjoying your favorite foods. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. I absolutely love Squarespace. I've been using it for years and it's grown with me as my career has grown. When I started, I loved the video collection so that people could go online and see my stand-up comedy. And then when I started selling merch, it was so easy to put my first set of merch up there. Um, I couldn't believe how quickly I started making money and how beautiful it all was. And, you know, like it really looked like a professional storefront for people that wanted to get my merch. But the best thing about Squarespace is that it has this thing called Fluid Engine, which is a next generation website design system. And it's so easy for people to use. I have a computer science degree. I don't need to code anymore because I now I have Fluid Engine and it makes this beautiful, customizable website for me. And it's so easy to use. Anyone can do it. You do not need a computer science degree. So head to squarespace.com slash chosen family for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, Use offer code CHOSENFAMILY to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Yeah. Well, I get that too with um, my the reacting to lesbian thirst traps on TikTok series that I do. Um, which, shout out Jade Fox. She's the originator. Of, she created the series and I am just riding on her coattails. Um, but I get comments like that sometimes when I... Because I don't like to react to or like thirst over probably people under like 21 even around 21 I'm like oh you're little but so sometimes I get comments of people being like you're infantilizing these creators like they are 18 19 20 whatever whatever age they are they're choosing to put these videos out there they're choosing to like sexualize themselves don't take away someone's sexuality just because they're young and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get that, that they are a sexual being and yeah. I hope they own that. I am happy for them. Like, but it makes it. you uncomfortable personally. I'm like, I don't want to be the one. Yeah. I am not comfortable sexualizing this person. That doesn't mean that they shouldn't be a sexual being and yes. like live that fully. You're still giving them the representation in the video. And right. anyone I'm, who wants yeah, to thirst to. over them can. That's but right. you, you, you don't want to at that particular moment. So stop with the beep boops. Yeah, stop with the beep boops. No, there no one's ever like. like yeah, because you're perfect in every way, you piece of shit. You lovely, you lovely, incredible, hardworking, smart piece of shit. You know what? This, you know what I just realized in this moment of like why a part of why that makes me uncomfy when you guys do that is I'm like I feel like it's building me up onto this like pedestal or something where it's like oh mm. this is who elena is and and she never makes a mistake and she okay. she's all these perfect things and then i'm like one day i will like i'm 
someday I will make a mistake or say something horrifying or let let you guys down. You know, like if I'm afraid, like personally, okay, well, if these are the things that they believe about me, what if I let them down in in a way? I know you're a human being. Do you know, Elena? Do you know that you're a human being? (laughs) Anyway, let's start with something else. Perhaps of your own making. Never mind. Let's start with something else. Mac. Do you put yourself on a pedestal? I hold myself to a high standard. Mm-hmm. I hold myself How to a low standard. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I actually have therapy after this. Oh, so, so I, Ooh, I have it tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Did you, when you were on your break, did you also break from therapy? No, I never break from therapy. Good for you. Good for you. Um, Updates. How is everybody? I'm feeling really good. I went on my nice long break. Yeah. Um, and what'd you do on that break, Ashley? I went on vacation. And what'd you spend your time doing? Loving my girlfriend. How? By traveling together. And? Doing, oh, having sex. There you go. <laughs> I, so I had so much sex on this trip. Jen and I are very independent people. Yeah. We both travel a lot. Um, and we both have really busy schedules. We, she has two jobs. I, hello, my love. Is that her? The yoga mat is behind the bed or in the closet. She would be doing yoga while you're podcasting. She That's would. exactly what I imagine. When I think of when we're here and I imagine Jen, she's doing yoga. She's <laughs> stretching. She's doing yoga. She's stretching. She can do a split. Isn't that she's cool? She's drinking like matcha what, Yeah, or this is such, I love this lore for the podcast. What are the girlfriends doing while we're oh, potting? That's such a fun question. Yeah, Jen is like drinking matcha. Um, she's reading a book. She's listening yes. to an educational podcast while she's stretching. What is your girlfriend doing, Mac? She's at a coffee she's shop. cooking something. Yeah, she's no. actually making a, a an authentic Persian meal for yeah, 45 people. Exactly. And Here's the without thing. breaking a sweat. Yeah, I just actually fully cook more in- than her. Oh. The internet wouldn't guess this because, like, the mass, no. the mass people don't cook. I well, cook no, and more she than posts, her. I see, like, cook, she does But she cooks about better. Okay. When she cooks, it's like like go sit down and just like take it all in because she's yeah. about to put something delicious in my mouth yeah when i cook mm-hmm. it's just kind of like <laughs> here eat. we've got a, a quantity versus quality issue i actually think yeah. that applies sexually <laughs> absolutely when when a be- when a powerful femme sits on your face sit down for dinner tuck in your napkin you're about to have something fantastic happen when a masked person puts it in your face just just eat just, just, no. just eat. <laughs> Here you go. That is lean cuisine. That is that is a TV dinner. It is not. Pre- there's no oh, thought no. in the presentation. There's no oh, thought. No. Just here it is. You want it? I have no comment. I have no comment. Elena, on this what's the girlfriend doing? Oh my! Giving CPR. Honestly, <laughs> like I was trying to think of like some for real. Someone's dying. Like, Someone is literally about to die. Yeah. She just saved a life and was like, okay, who's next? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. No, really. She, no, that's like, you're kind of joking, but truly she's like saving a life. She's that's, saving a wow. life somewhere. Our partners are so much better than us. <laughs> Climbing down on a rope into the burning building, giving CPR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jen and I went on vacation together. Alone, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we went to Japan. We do not speak Japanese. Um, but 
we were only around each other for several weeks, you start to get the silly billies after a little bit of time. It's right. like summer camp. I have never gone on such a long trip solo with just one other person. And um, I am obsessed with her. I've <gasps> never felt so close to someone in my whole life. I'm what? obsessed with her. This is we, not the direction like, I thought this was going. I thought you were going to tell us about all the sex that you were having. Oh, we had Wait, a lot of Elena, sex. Sh- going like, this is cute. Oh, Don't. My, my, labia, my labia are chafed. Oh. But no, no, I, obsessed, <laughs> obsessed with her. Sorry, never so felt sorry, so everybody. close. Wow, I can't so believe that Elena's releasing the horn and Mac just sorry. wants to cuddle. Sorry, but, no, 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 I can believe it. Um, Max will <laughs> bitch, but I, I, yeah, I just like, I can't explain it because like I've not. It was basically like a honeymoon. You know, we just moved in together. I I didn't say that on the show, but I think we, you said that you were moving in, but you haven't told us how it's going. Oh, well, it literally happened the day before we went to Japan, and then okay. we went to Japan, and we got back two days ago. Okay. But it's going great. She she goes to L.A. for a little while, so for me, in my mind, this is really doesn't feel like she's totally moved in yet because she's going mm-hmm. to L.A. for two months um, for acting stuff. But I, uh, I, you know, like, it's just, I've never felt so close to someone in my in my life, and it's almost like we became twins. You know how, like, twins have their own <laughs> little language? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we were together with no one else for so long, not being yeah. able to speak to anybody. And and so like we just got so silly and and I you know, obviously we had a great relationship before, but I think the thing about Jen is it was such a slow burn at the beginning. And at the beginning I had never been in a really truly healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning I was like there were parts of me that were like really doubting myself and like I, I was so drawn to her but I was also I was also like but it's such a slow burn every other relationship I've had is so fast it's so yep. explosive yeah and so parts of me are always like I know Jen is the one but I've always been like I wonder how this will unfold because it has been a slow burn and how long can something slow burn for it's new mm-hmm. yeah forever yeah like I feel I at every step I'm like Wow, I didn't know that I could love somebody more, and then I do. And Have I, you I just heard that song. What song? There's, it's a country song. Oh no. And it's oh, how, what's the t- name of it? It's something. No homo. I no, but it's no. I could love someone <laughs> more. No, than it's Mac. Like you. you should know. I th- oh, I thought I don't know if this is what it's called, but the the kind of line that keeps repeating is, and I thought I loved you then. Uh, oh, it gives me goosebumps. You like, can't it's say it without like, an accent. And I and thought I, I loved you then. <laughs> and it's literally like, he's talking about like, oh, the first time I met you, or I, I can't remember. Like, oh, we, we got married, and like, I thought I loved you then. And then it's like, and we had kids, and I thought I loved you then. Like, basically, mm. talking about exactly that, that like, it just keeps growing. And you keep yeah. thinking, this is the most I've ever loved somebody and then you love them more. Oh my god, it, yeah. g- it gives me literal goosebumps. I don't know if that would show. Elena, you're so funny. Do you play it on your subwoofer? My subwoofer's out of commission. Still? What? It was killing my car battery. I think we've talked about this maybe. Yeah, we have. we have. It was like destroying my car, so I had to unplug it. So now it just sits in the trunk. Yeah. Dead and useless. Taking up space. Is Why this won't you get rid like of a it? metaphor for something bigger? Maybe. Oh, good question. Yeah, maybe I'm in a new chapter. Maybe I'm and in a subwoofer. You're holding chapter. on to something that was draining Woofless. you, and now it's Woofless. just weighing you down. 
with no benefit, oh, but you have I, to, I let, it to let it go. You have to throw that woof out of your car. I have to unhook it. It's attached to everything. It's so wired in there. Um, can I talk about the love of my life, you piece? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Ashley, continue. <laughs> well, Ashley's subwoofer no, still works. You and your love yeah. for your subwoofer far exceeds anything <laughs> that I could ever have with my girlfriend. No, because me and the subwoofer are like, we are on a break. Our, that, we you looked like you were wiping a tear. Danny, just use that for the clickbait, please. Just <laughs> Elena wiping a tear saying we were on a break. We're on a break. We're on a break. Yeah, please use that. Thank you. Click, clickbait, clickbait. We're on a break. Yeah, please put that at the beginning of the, that is the intro, please. The shortest intro of all time. thumbnails. <laughs> Yeah, I just, uh, I feel really good and I feel really connected to her and um, I'm very, very happy and I'm really lucky to have her. Yeah. I'm very lucky to have her. It is the yeah, only thing can. that matters. That's true. That's true. The people you have in your life, like the people around you, that's what matters. It's true. I'm glad well, you had that, that break. really sweet and also cute. It was, and I, yeah, and I felt like sort of cleansed. Yeah. Um, and... No, I got to save the, the chronic pain talk for the CPT for another episode. But I'm okay. doing very well. Um, okay. Any updates from you guys? Um, I was in Manitoba with my family hanging out. And my dad did the most my dad thing uh, that he could possibly do. Save and the world. He's, he ran faster than a speeding bullet. <laughs> No. Maybe he like turned the rotation of the planet into the he, opposite direction to reverse time. Perhaps he left maybe? over a building. He avoided in a single bound with everything in him. No, he created a mini Olympics. <laughs> I want to be in your family. All of my parents' friends, so we were at the lake, right? And there's a bunch of friends that, like, have cabins on the lake, and they all have docks. And so he created, like, a dock Olympics and made us all... Not made us dock all. Olympics. We all happily prepared. Or, Olymp like, docks. happily participated. The Olymp docks. <laughs> and he put us all in teams, and he... He had all these games set up, a whole point system, a flag, everything. And we basically spent the weekend, like, helping him revise these games. Like, he, it's the funniest thing. He's what like, country did you represent? No, oh, yeah. we didn't do, like, countries. We just were teams. But What team did you represent? Blues Clues. We never lose. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel to live my dream? <laughs> Come to Canada, Mac. You can be a part of it. Get a fucking passport. Yes. You've done that now, right? Mac. You've submitted that right by now. Mac. Yep. So the Are paper... you kidding? In my defense... Never mind. Are you no. kidding? There's no defense. Still? You were doing them. We saw, you okay, saw you doing them. <laughs> Boo. I'm so Where's sorry. Where's the sign, Mac? Where's Your the sign? The papers are in my weeks. backpack. The papers are in my backpack. I just you shouldn't haven't... have dropped out of college. I'm in shock right now. Mac, did you make the signs for us? 
I don't even know what to say to you. I don't know what to say to you right Our now. Our son needs to learn about follow through. Our Listener, I'm to... so sorry. So what are the We don't need apologies. We need discipline and we need deadlines. Action. We need we to need see. Action. We need to see the change. You've apologized on every episode for the past six months. See, that's a normal noise to make when you stretch. That's a normal stretch noise. What'd I do? Well, you did a normal, like, <clears throat> kind of stretch sound, Max. What did Mac do? Oh. Oh. I don't feel like that is an did. accurate representation. That's what you did. Danny, replay from last week. <laughs> Danny, Instant don't replay, please. Instant Danny, replay, you don't need Danny, that extra from work. Last week. Don't, I can't don't overwork be... yourself, Danny. Don't you want that when you're watching reality TV? Yep, when you're yeah. watching reality TV, you want to be able to be like, excuse me? No. No, my the favorite thing, replay. when yes, they expose, yes. when the producers expose people, like, they'll be like, I, I never said that. And then they, like, literally play Love the Island. that they said that. Love yes. Island. So good. That's what so you're doing. Good. That's what you're it's doing It's hilarious. Right also, isn't it so funny how the human experience, we just don't remember anything? <laughs> we don't remember shit. <laughs> Does gaslighting exist, or do human beings just not remember anything ever? No, I actually, I, I, let's discuss this. Actually? Actually, I, first of all, if I hear one more person call another person a narcissist, <laughs> 1% of the population is a narcissist. Where are all these narcissists coming from, guys? <laughs> yeah. He's a narcissist. I hear it on the streets of New York. She's a narcissist. I'm like, no, no, you're a narcissist. Just a poor communicator. Just a, yes, thank you, Just Jesus Christ. Not everyone who wrongs you is is, is some sort of has some sort of pathology that they need to be. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes life is just hard, and we run into difficult people. Okay, mm-hmm. my God. Okay. Second what, of all, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, I don't know. Second of all. <laughs> mm, Second of all, where? Mm, I can't what? remember. Oh, I'm going on a dad rant. Okay, Danny, instant replay. What? what yeah, can't what actually Danny, remember? Instant replay. What am I talking about? Oh, gaslighting. I genuinely believe there are some evil people out there that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I think so much of perceived gaslighting is just two people who either disagree or misremember or are approaching something differently, and they don't realize that they're like you remember oh, that yeah. scene where. Um, Katie Thurston and her boyfriend from The Bachelor that they broke up, they were, they just on air were accusing each other of gaslighting each other about, mm-hmm. and I was like, I think you guys were just both emotional and, and talking past each other. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. I think there is, yeah. there, I would say there's a very small subsect of people that would actually be gaslighting intentionally yeah yeah but it is a very easy place i think for a lot of people to go when they're trying to defend their position mm-hmm. and like aren't in a place to listen it's yeah. a lot easier to just say it didn't happen like that and like to to try and position your um perspective as like the only true one when it's like two people can experience the same moment very differently. Totally. Totally. I don't know. Just a, yeah. That's just something I think about a lot when I, you know, because right now people are talking a lot about like therapized language. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, let's be careful with these terms because, like, to call someone a gaslighter is has a it's certain intense. connotation. Yeah, it's well, and it takes the it also takes the intensity away from like people who actually are narcissists or people who are actually gaslighting someone intentionally. You kind of take the you take that language away from the people who are are actually victims mm. of these things. Yeah. 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 Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> Nugget. <laughs> if whenever Mac makes that face, I'm like, okay, something landed. Oh yeah. Should we do a question? Did wait, did we all do updates? Mac, do you have any updates? I'm in Max Florida. <laughs> what are you doing in Florida and not LA? Can you talk about this? Because yeah, I've been I meaning to ask it. you this. No, it's actually super stressful yeah. and really stressful. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about it. Yeah, I can talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I can talk about it. Yeah. Um, so essentially <laughs> Yes. I'm gonna say Yay. this super fast because I don't want to talk be about long. it. Why Ready? don't you want it to be long? No, because it doesn't need to be long. Fast. This Why can not? be a very you have, functional. You've said three words this whole episode. Well, Elena, you have to go. Yeah. Elena, oh, you that's have to true. Go. <laughs> I'll that's just, true. I'll just, but I want to listen. Speed round this and get through it. Sure. So, okay. Basically, me and my partner were looking for an apartment in Los Angeles, in the Valley of Los Angeles. Not an easy thing to do, as I'm sure many people understand or have experienced not an easy thing to do we were looking for a really long time we had a real estate agent helping us couldn't find one finally found one it's a new building which is nice for some yeah. reasons because we're mm -hmm. like we don't have to worry about like mold and stuff like that and like obviously mm -hmm. the condition will probably i love that be nicer. mold is where you go rather than like a dishwasher yeah i was gonna say like uh, that's what my first thought was like oh nice appliances, appliances. Yeah. yeah yeah you're like the mold right. okay but Max, you know like about 20. the mold Max, you know about yeah. the mold in the driest place in america yeah you know all the mold <laughs> that's it's oh, right that's there really with the megalodons that's really <laughs> yeah. if you megalodons. mean that megalodons are as real as mold then yes i agree with you mac Elena. likes megalodons mac doesn't like mold also i would like to say i don't respond to everyone but i see all of you sending me the article about the new megalodon tooth they just found and i appreciate you i see you i haven't responded to everyone but i appreciate you guys because there are a lot of you anyway we're like okay this is the apartment we really want it it's in our budget it's everything that we wanted in an apartment we can't pass this up we've been looking for months mm -hmm. so we get the apartment we have like a holding fee down on it blah 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 but it's a new building, so the only thing was he was like, the move-in date might need to be a little bit flexible because we like are finishing construction and we have to wait to get these permits back from the city, blah, blah, blah. We're like, okay, I don't really need to get into all that. But basically, the move-in date has been pushed to the middle of September. Not good because my lease was up August 1st. Um... So we're like have this awkward month where we don't have anything, anywhere to like live, anywhere to be. My girlfriend's already out with me. We're like... We could, because if you, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you get like a long-term Airbnb, it's cheaper. It's not like the nightly price. Like it's, yeah, it's probably like, when I was from what UK. I discovered, it was yeah. one of the better options that we had. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I just need to find a place that's not super expensive. We were looking at North Carolina because I have some family that lives out there. And I was like, this is a good excuse to see some family. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to be by a beach and my older sister lives in Florida in st petersburg and she was like well what about like what about down here we found a place for really cheap her and her boyfriend and we were like okay well look and we found a place that was like perfect it was cheaper than our rent is and all this stuff so we ended up coming down here like a week and a half ago 
because now I get to see my sister because I never get to see her anymore. So it's like I'm and St. Really Pete's is really uh, gay. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so gay. There's like rainbow painted on the ground. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, this is one of the most queer friendly places I've ever been. It's so nice. Like in people- Florida, of all places. In Florida, which is the other funny thing, people keep DMing me and they're like, just be care- like nicely DMing me. They're like, be yeah. careful. Like they're worried. I love that. I, I was concerned. Like when, I, when I'm you from said Missouri. Florida, I, I am from Springfield, Missouri. I like, yeah, I don't but know where we don't hear news. We don't hear news about Missouri. We hear news about Florida. Florida but scares you hear, me. As but Missouri is the worst state for it to be trans right now. The most yeah. trans legislation is in Missouri. Like, Obviously, you guys are being nice checking in on me. Like, be careful in Florida. The community, from what, from my experience here in St. Petersburg for the week and a half I've been here, mm-hmm. the community here does not represent the political things going on in Florida, and that fucking sucks. It's actually really important to remember, because a lot of us are drowning in the news, it's really important to remember that, that those headlines, the people in power, it doesn't actually reflect yes the the people in the I'm streets like, doesn't i'm like i'm like damn are y'all voting like it is yeah. have it y'all is been cra- to the polls <laughs> it is crazy that like look the the vast majority of people are not homophobic like yeah. it, it's it this whole thing is because a few people are really pushing the envelope as far as and they and a lot of them do have power or links to power and that's why this mm-hmm. is happening but like you're right elena like a lot of this is this weird competitive news cycle between the liberal media and the right-wing media trying to out-media each other and to get us to be scared, to mm-hmm. keep watching. It's just like anything on TikTok. It's, it's, it's sensationalism. And a lot of it is true. There is book banning, and there are like there's legislation out to hurt trans people and yada, yada. But the, the reality is somewhere between these things where scary things are happening, but also real life is happening, people are okay, and we need to go out and vote. <laughs> well, that's exactly... I Like, the takeaway for me is like we have to remember and not lose sight of the fact that there while there is so much power in the select few that like are in power there's also so much power in our majority yes and the fact that there is a majority of people who do not support these things yes and so mm-hmm. we need to vote we need to be loud we need to come yeah. together how do you how do you take people reasonable how do you make reasonableness viral mm-hmm. it's yeah. so hard yeah <laughs> it's 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 so hard to be like reasonable yeah. and make that a. I i uh hey <laughs> i had a nuanced conversation the other day it was boring and calm and we made a lot of progress it's so hard to like make a yeah. clip like that go viral yeah. because it's yeah it's not healthy to just freaking be yeah. all the way out here well, I'm glad you're having a nice time. We didn't come down here for the legislation. <laughs> we came down here so I could have some time with my sister that I never see. So, I'm like, I go to Florida for the legislation. <laughs> I like to read it. I I like to read it. Enact it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Pass like to it. Be there, veto it. See it. Should we answer a but, question? Yeah, yes, let's we do should. It. Oh, did I cut you off, Mac? I'm sorry. No. All right. I like your Henley. It's more of a, a, a sweater, if I'm being honest. It's well, pretty, we can't it's really see knit. you. Oh. Well, you guys must miss me. We do miss you, Mac. <laughs> hmm. 
Do you think all trauma stems from your parents or some external massive thing? Because personally, while I've had the normal issues with my parents, after growing up a bit, I kind of see where they were coming from a lot of the time, but the issues are already there now. I feel bad blaming them because being in their positions, there's no massive changes that they could have made to really do much better. It was all a bit unfairly easier when everything was their fault. I don't know quite how to feel about it anymore now that I can see their side of things in so many situations. So essentially asking, how do you hold understanding and empathy for your parents and where they were yes. coming from and why they made the choices that they did, why they behaved the way they did, and also recognize that you that there's an impact of that that you still carry. It's like, yeah. I think the question is kind of how Dude, do you that translation. Those two things? Well, you should submit this to get into <laughs> your thesis thing. Well, that's like kind of the challenge of life, what what this question is. Thanks, this question yeah. is a massive piece of becoming an adult where you have to look at your circumstances, parents, your brain chemistry, mm -hmm. something horrible that happened to you, whatever, and you have to accept that you cannot change it. You, mm -hmm. It's done. It happened or it is the way that it is. This is your life. And do you let that be your identity or do you accept it as a part of your story and make the changes to live your healthiest life? Mm -hmm. That is the challenge of, of life. That's, mm -hmm. Wow. I got to well, make and, those signs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and of like recognizing that you can understand the role that your parents played in your trauma and and you can it's not it's not I get, it's not about holding them responsible necessarily because it sounds like what you're saying is that <laughs> kind of holding them responsible or, or like blaming them doesn't feel good for you it doesn't feel like it's serving you it sounds like you're not looking for anything from them necessarily and that's okay, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that your upbringing didn't have an impact, and both those things can be true. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, and it may help you. Oh, sorry, Elena. I'm sorry. We it's okay. We we feel a level of a lot of us feel a level of of protectiveness. Pro what's the word? Not protectiveness. Like, we feel a level of loyalty and a level of not wanting to blame our parents or like feeling like by acknowledging the impact that they've had we're somehow i don't know somehow like creating a villain well not just that but there's a little baby inside of you that in through the act of blaming your parents for lack of better terms mm -hmm. I, I this speaks to me so much because i only had one parent growing mm -hmm. up and to look at your only parent and acknowledge them as a flawed person mm -hmm. is so against the survival mechanism that we all have inside of us. We don't right. want to do that. You mm -hmm. cannot be 10, look at your parent and go, they don't have the capabilities to raise me in a trauma-free environment. First of all, we don't have that kind of maturity, but second of all, it is like a biological threat to our existence. We can't, it's too big for us to acknowledge. So I think what's, what can be really challenging is 
to allow yourself to acknowledge the faults of this person mm-hmm. because it's just really hard because you you are always going to want your parents to at least for me you are always going to wish sorry I'm going really deep right now I'm going really vulnerable but something that I explored in therapy in some ways the death of my father is almost easier to stomach because he's he's dead he's gone Mm -hmm. I will never have him back I understand that but the death of the relationship that I could have had with my mother is replayed and lives again and again and again is something that I have to accept every day Mm -hmm. that I cannot have this type of mother-daughter relationship that I wish that I could have Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. that's a big big old bitter pill that you have to swallow every day it's not something that you just get over and you can you can work on swallowing that pill while while still loving your parent loving your parents with the same fullness like we have to the cha- the challenge and i think the question is like how i guess it's it's knowing or learning that you can acknowledge that pill acknowledge the hurt acknowledge where you're at now while still being like and my parent is human and i love them and i'm not out for blood here it's, yeah yeah but it's tough that's and tough. it'll it'll i i do think it helps to accept some of your life mm. by knowing that they tried. Mm-hmm. I think this is another therapized language thing. I was thinking about this the other day, Elena. Tell me what you think of this. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, it's not the intent that matters. It's how you made them feel intent doesn't matter. Yeah. Intent, intent versus, versus impact. impact. Yes. I think that's really only true about the feelings and the, the harm that the person has received. Because I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Of course you never want to hurt someone. But if my girlfriend hurts my feelings, the intent of it does matter to me. Because was she maliciously trying to hurt my feelings or did we have a miscommunication and there was an act? Of course right. the feelings are the feelings. Yeah. It's there. There's no way to change that really. But in the justice system, there's a difference between premeditated murder and manslaughter. Yeah. And yeah. I, do, I do actually think that if you can acknowledge that your parents were flawed people and trying their best, it actually can help you move on. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying, yeah, Elena? Yeah, I do. Like, I do. But I think not, it's not like you can copy and paste that to everything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I think this is one of those cases where understanding the person's point of view really might help you metabolize what happened to you. Yeah, and I think that the intent versus impact piece is less f- is less written or like less talked about for the person who's been hurt and more for the person who's done the hurting to understand the hurting yeah like i think it's yeah. more saying because i think that the this the intent versus impact piece i think is a response to defensiveness it's like a mm. when someone comes to you and says you've hurt me there's it's there's a an instinct to explain and say well my intent was this and if you if you jump right to that it's defensiveness versus hearing and and metabolizing understanding the hurt that you've caused there's a place for intent there there absolutely is but that i think has to come after impact yeah does that make sense totally 
But you're saying from the other side, understanding intent can be healing. And I agree. Yes. I yes. absolutely agree. Yeah. I, I don't have the answer to how do you hold both of those things? Like, how do you hold th this? I mean, intent versus Sounds impact like is kind of a perfect way to describe this is like, how do you hold intent and impact when it comes to your parents? Yeah. Ooh. I think they're doing it. I think this person is doing yeah. it. Yeah. It sounds like they're working through that process. Yeah. Maybe they need permission. Maybe, maybe listener, you're, you're looking for some permission that like you can hold both of those things and that's okay. Yeah. Mac, Mac do you have any, any thoughts? <laughs> Son? Son? This might be one of those times where I just listen. <laughs> I don't know. I've talked about like my family stuff before, like with my dad, I just like accept the love that he has for me without like crossing boundaries that I've set up for myself. So that, I mean like that's tough. That but takes... sometimes it, I don't know. Sometimes it's like more difficult than others that like as I grow and like learn more and process more about like childhood and like remember things, it's like sometimes you don't always want to sometimes the boundaries change and it like you mm -hmm. cut them off a little bit more and a little bit more and it's like mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I like had some experiences where like while my girlfriend was in town, I kind of like gave him chances mm. of like you know, mm -hmm. let's try this. Let's kind of see, like, let's do a breakfast. Let's do a blah, blah, blah. Let's come over to the house for Father's Day. Yeah. And just every time. It was like, it seemed like it was fine. And then it was just like, mm. totally back to square one. Like, no impact. Like, nothing has changed. Everything's the same. And then it's just kind of like, I guess things aren't different. And I got to keep those boundaries set up. And I can still, like... I can still see him and recognize that, like, the way he thinks is because he cares about me. Like, it's not coming from a place of malice on his side, which I know is, like, controversial for a lot of people. Because they, like, want people no, to accept he, that they're... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, not, he's not telling me, like, this is wrong, don't be gay. And, like, he's saying that because he loves me and he thinks he's protecting me. It's mm -hmm. not right. <laughs> but no. that's his perspective of it and i just don't i just don't think that's gonna change but that's okay he literally thinks you're gonna burn in hell like can you imagine believing in hell yeah. and the urgency yeah. the urgency that your kid you don't want your kid to burn in hell yeah like that is a big that's a big thing to unwrite for somebody yeah 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 it's it's well, sad and mac i think you've just given the perfect example of holding intent and impact mm -hmm. that's that's the perfect example like you're yeah. saying first of all it takes a lot of mm, maturity reflection uh individualization sense of self it takes a lot to be able to look at your dad and to see his intent and even hold that in any way uh up against the impact so like mm -hmm. right there wow and like, mac as your dad sorry i just thought the bit would be funnier i really thought i was going to get more of a laugh on that i don't know oh i was waiting to hear oh, what you were going to say i thought you were it, gonna it's say not something. it's not a fully developed <laughs> yeah i know i was like waiting i was like okay as your dad what do like, you want to oh, say i just i feel saying? i feel as a comedian i i have to insert a little comedy in um when we reach moments it like this yeah yeah. 
in it. Yeah, but uh, I, for lack of a better term, a shitty sitch. What I was going to say, Mac, is um, as your gay father, if you post one more thing about that Smallville guy, I'm going to kick you out of the house. I love him. Stop. I fucking love Tom Welling. And our intent is malicious. It's that. A totally Can malicious. Can I also just say really quick to the person that asked the question, this feels like shit. Like, it yeah. literally, it feels so uncomfortable and icky. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's not very many situations in my life where I look at it and I, I get uncomfortable. But this situation oh. is so, like... Sorry. Is there a ghost? What the was vulnerability on both sides is so uncomfortable. Because, like, did something happen? <laughs> no. I literally bumped my elbow on the camera that I have back here. And I thought I was going to knock it over. But I didn't. And it got a little more dramatic than I... <laughs> <laughs> it got a little more dramatic than I intended it to. You're just sitting. We're just sitting listening. I just yeah. I just like, did I did I harm you through my drama? Did Maybe. I harm you? <laughs> I did not have that's sex my, with that woman. We got we got a country <laughs> sitch. And I thought I loved you then. It was the ghost of my past. Oh, we're off the rails. As usual. Anyways. As usual. No, it's uncomfortable. Mac, I think that was it's really right. Helpful. It's, I'm glad it's that so you did easy that for us Listen. to just say this. It's yes. so easy for us to just say this because it actively blows in mm-hmm. the moment. It actively is heartbreaking and awful. And it's a here's the thing about this kind of stuff is you don't find the balance of those things. And then just, you're like, oh, I'm done. I found yeah. the balance of those things. Yeah. You're finding, like you just said, Mac, you're finding it with every interaction that you have with your parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. That's what therapy is for. That's why you have to be in therapy forever. Because mm-hmm. every week you're like, I went through that thing again. Yeah. And it, and it gets easier every time. And there are ways to make those interactions easier. But it will literally, and this is where I think the acceptance is like so key, it's like, you know, with accepting in my own life, like, oh, that's that's not going away. And I think when we're so attached to our trauma or whatever the thing has happened to us, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like it's going to be there forever and you have to let go of it at the same time. And you have to, every single time it comes around, you have to acknowledge it and then let, let go of it. Mm-hmm. It's It's... It's a whole, it's a, it's horrible, but that's, that's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Oh. Sorry, I just. <laughs> please stop, please. No. No, everything's totally. No. <laughs> The listeners are going to be like, what's happening? You have to watch on (laughs) YouTube. This is good. We do physical comedy bits on the podcast. It makes perfect sense. Patreon.com slash chosen family podcast for bonus episodes and to get your questions answered on priority. (laughs) 
Thank you so much to those of you who are already over there. We also do full bonus episodes. Like full bonus episodes. Like a full episode. Didn't I fucking say that, bitch? Oh, did you? Sorry, I was distracted. Whenever whenever, whenever I do a bit like that and Elena responds sincerely, I'm like, fuck me, fuck me. No, I didn't. No, I wasn't trying to respond sincerely. I was distracted by my fidgety fidgety fingers. I just respond sincerely because I'm a glorious human being who can do no wrong because I live on a pet... Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) See you next week. We love you guys. Bye. 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 (laughs) Chosen Family is a Forever Dog production. Hosted by Ashley Gavin, Elena Joy, and Mac Injamin. Edited by Danny Jewell. Executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. Forever Dog. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, and they don't consider each person's individual needs. But Noom understands that not everyone is starting from the same place. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. What I love about Noom is it's really about progress and not perfection. You know, it's not focused on body image or weight loss. It's really focused around mindful eating, which for me is so helpful because what I'm really struggling with is eating healthy on the road and making good choices. So using mindfulness is a great way for me to align my priorities while I'm on the road and I'm really tempted to make decisions that don't make my body feel good. And I don't even have to eliminate certain foods. I just work on my mindfulness practice and center that around mindful eating. Noom's flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything at all. Have cravings? Food FOMO? Noom can help you lose weight while still enjoying your favorite foods. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold.